Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Along with longtime Eagles beat writer from the NewJersey.com and Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. This is former Philadelphia Eagles tight end Ken Dunnick, and welcome to the latest edition of the Bird Brains. Mark, before we get started, let's read our promo. Our sponsor, okay. USA Man Franchising. If you're tired of working for someone else for far less money than you're worth, USA Man Franchising now has operations in Philadelphia, southern New Jersey, and Boston, and they are looking for new cities to expand. For more information, call 856-912-4007 on how you can own your own business or go to usamanmagazine.com. So, Mark, you took last week off. Plenty of Eagles news to talk about. And uh, why don't you go with uh, something that's annoying you here lately regarding Jeffrey Lurie? Well, yeah, well, I, I, I'm assuming it's Jeffrey Lurie because everything starts at the top. I was, again, I'm, I'm miles away now. I'm, I'm not nearly as close as I was for 32 years when I covered the team every day. But I read this that the Eagles are only going to have one open training camp practice this, this summer. And you're going to have to pay $10 to see it. Now, granted, the, the ten dollars is going to a to a good cause, um, autism awareness, because Lori's a little pet charity, mm-hmm. um, and that's fine. I, listen, my my daughter works with all, autistic kids all the time, so this has nothing to do with. I'm all for that. That's that's a great great venture, but one open. I'm more appalled by there's only one open practice. I go back I, and you do to the days of Westchester and Lehigh when every day was open. Mark, I mean, when we had training camp at West. When it was training camp at Westchester, there was a line of people uh, all around the field. It added to the excitement of the practice. I don't understand I agree. what all the secrecy is about here. I mean, it's football. You're not going to put in your stuff in training camp that you know, the teams no. are, are going to look. So what – I don't – I really don't I don't. I don't think it's that. I think it's more – now, I understand. I understand. And the Eagles aren't the only team. Probably more than half the league now practices at their own fa- facility. And that's because – Nowadays in the NFL, the team facilities have become so upgraded. Yeah. So like, well, you guys couldn't like, practice at the vet. It's like a country club. Right. So, I mean, you know, you had nowhere else to go. But, I mean, you know, the, the NovaCare complex or, the play, or Green Bay's Don Hudson Center or the Cardinal Center that, that they have in Phoenix, they're all beautiful, state-of-the-art complexes. All right, I understand. I understood when they got out of Lehigh and they wanted it at, at their own place. No, I had no problem with it. But they had at least they, – they went over to the, to the link five times, mm-hmm. and they were open. I mean, Eagle fans, listen, <laughs> I don't want to get, get too much on the soapbox here, but Eagle fans deserve better than they're being treated right now. One day – now, what if you can't go that day? What if it's a bad day for you? What if you can't get off work? What if – whatever. Or what if it rains? I mean, that's, you know, and to charge $10, again, it's going to a good call, so I'm not going to – Harp on that too much, but come on, Jeffrey. Do you really got to milk ten dollars out, out of these people? How about how about you let them in for free and you sell fifty fifty tickets, and half the money goes to autism, or you have you know they're 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 going to kill you for the, for sodas and beers and hot dogs and jerseys and hats <laughs> and everything else anyway. Like we used to laugh that at Lehigh when they were, when when practice went to, went to Lehigh training camp, in order for the fans to get from their car where they parked to the field. They had to walk through a little shopping mall, like a little Eagles store. Sure. Obviously, you're, you and you're, you're bringing your two little boys to camp with a little boy. Daddy, I want the jersey. Daddy, can I get a hat? Daddy, can I get, you know, 
team. Of course, you bought something, right? Um, I mean, that was all well and good. At least you're getting something for your for your money. But I, it, it just really bothered me that, that you know, that, that, that they're only, it bothers me more that there's only one, that they've gotten it down to only one. Because you, you know what's next. Next is no open practices. If they mm-hmm. went from five to three to one, well, guess what? In two years, oh, no, none of our practices are going to be open. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just another example of, you know, the Eagles know they have a captive audience. They can get away. Hey, I'm a proud alumni. I love the team. I go to all the alumni events and uh, attend the games and certainly root for the Eagles. But, yeah, I think it's disappointing because eventually what's going to happen is that uh, as time goes on, the young kids that don't have access to the team will not have the allegiance yep. to the local franchises that you know we had growing up as kids. And you know, and, and then you know we're going to talk about the Carson Wentz deal with money here. Well, a let me just bit. say one more thing. Yeah, the owner that the owner that you played for when you were with the Eagles. Now mm-hmm. he had a Leonard problem. Toast. Number yeah. one, he, if he could have he could have just learned how to count cards. But <laughs> well, then they wouldn't. Happen. Then they wouldn't have let him play. They would have kicked him. Well, whatever. That would have been better too, maybe. Whatever. Yeah. Something could have happened. But um, he would, would. In a billion years, he would have never done this. No. As an owner, well, you weren't about him as a as a gambler or whatever. But I mean, there wasn't a from everybody. And I unfortunately, I started covering him, covering the team right after he sold. But I heard all the stories. How what a wonderful he treated his players, the fans. Well, the, his, his employees like gold, right? Here's a quick Leonard Toast story. So we go down to the Super Bowl. I'm hurt. I'm not playing in the game, but I'm there practicing, enjoying the week's festivities. And uh, my dad came down, and the Eagles got him a room at the team hotel, which would be unheard of these days. But exactly. they, they did that. And uh, the day after the Super Bowl, everybody's you know very, very sad that we lost the game. And I, I remember standing in the lobby, and my dad was uh, checking out of his room, and Leonard Toast was standing next to him. Him, and he asked my dad if uh, he was my dad. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm Ken Dunnick's dad. And Leonard Toast said to the hotel clerk, put his room on my tab. Wow. Now, now there, here, there's a guy. I mean, you talk about uh, doing something. He, he was a great, he was a, yeah, most yeah. generous man in sports probably ever. Absolutely. He so, wouldn't be charging you $10 to watch practice. No, he would not. So we're talking a little bit, and one of the reasons I made the comments about money is because the contracts are getting so astronomical. You know, they're they're going to need the public and the ratings and everything. So I think they're shooting themselves in their own foot. But let's talk a little bit about the Carson Wentz deal. I think this deal is good for both sides. I think they're getting Carson at a steal. I understand there's some injury problems, but $128 million over four years, 107 of it guaranteed. When you look at this compared to some of the other contracts like Joe Flacco and Kirk Cousins, it looks like a pretty good deal. Yeah, if he stays healthy. If Wentz continues, you know, if, if he can turn it back to, you know, pre-ACL injury and plays the way that, yeah, the Eagles got a good deal. And Wentz got a good deal because he's getting the money now. It's always better to have money now than it is. It sure is. And everybody says, why did Wentz say he could have waited? Well, I don't know about you, but I always want my money. I'd rather have the money in my pocket than in your pocket. Somebody comes to you with $107 million guaranteed, and you just set out half the season with a fractured back. I don't know of anybody that's not going to take that deal. Exactly. And, I mean, take it down to a low. I mean, because we can't even – I can't fathom those numbers. I know, you know, you, you being the publisher of Jersey Man Magazine, $100 million is probably, you know, normal for you. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, but take it in, in, like, in, in everyday man money. If if 
if, if you work a job and you make $50,000 a year and yeah. somebody, and your boss says to you, hey, listen, I'm going to give you, you know, 10000 today, mm-hmm. then you're going to, I mean, I don't, some people might not, but I, yes. I you always, you're always, always take the money, money in your pocket. You can do what you want. You can invest it. You can do whatever you want with it as opposed to later on down the road, even though, even though you know you're going to get more later. Give, me, give it to me now. I'll, I'll handle that. So, yeah, good yeah. deal for Carson Wentz. Um, great deal for the Eagles unless, and I don't even want to say it out, out loud, but if something were to happen to Carson, yeah. they're on the line for that 107 guarantee, right? Yeah, well, I, I think that you can say that about everybody. And, not, and I'm not sure. Well, but everybody hasn't had two injuries in two years. No, I, I get it. And, but I'm not sure if there's insurance regarding these contracts like there is in baseball. There is but, uh, you know, I do think like that. that uh, but not cap-wise. Correct. Get it back. Correct. Cap, no yeah, cap would be a hit. Um, but you know, you committed to Wentz when you dealt Foles, and he's the guy. Right and you know, you've got to you've got to pay the guy. So um, let's no, talk about good deal all, all around. I I agree with you. Yeah. Let's talk about another story that we talked about in recent weeks. Though Douglas eventually does take the general manager's job with the New York Jets, there was a little money issue, a snag that came up where he initially declined the offer. I guess they ponied up some more money. What are you hearing about that, Mark? And who do you think is going to replace him with the Eagles? Well, the Eagles already did it. They they moved up um, Wydell, who was Joe's guy, actually. Okay. I guess they they got kind of got scared to. Do I, I hadn't heard that was that's official now. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. The Eagles just sent a thing out saying that um, actually Howie now has a fancier title and and the general manager title, which I don't know what that was all about. But they that's what they, his new they, title. They, well, he's he, now he's executive. President of all things Eagles. Well, I don't know something something silly, but then <laughs> slash general manager. So okay. he didn't have that general manager. He, he wasn't officially a general manager, so now he is. And then Wydell moved up to have um, Joe Douglas's old title of director of of, of player personnel. So mm-hmm. my my thinking there is that a they they must like like him to move him up, and two they were a little nervous that since he was Douglas's kind of hand picked assistant. He would take him over. He would take him to New York to work with the Jets. So the Eagles gave the Eagles gave him a raise and a promotion before Joe could 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 do it, you know, and take him away. Um, right. So they really didn't hire. They they all they did was just everybody took a step up. It looked like from from um, the email that that I received from the Eagles, everybody just kind of kind of got moved. So that they didn't mm-hmm. go out and add anybody. They just moved guys up into better, which is always nice. So, you know, if you think the guys are working hard and doing their jobs well. Yeah, move him up. So Don Smolensky is the president of the Eagles. What role does he play in all this? He'll be collecting the ten dollars that you pay with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, well, no, Don and I and I, I give Don credit for this. When 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 he took that job, when 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 they fired Joe Joe Banner, um, he made it very clear. I handle the business side of this. I'm, I don't. I'm not involved in football. I'm not a football guy, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Smolensky's you know, got an accounting background, I think, too. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. He's he's a businessman, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He just has, he has nothing to do with the, the daily football operation. Um, at least as of as of a couple of years ago, when I was so there. I mean, things seem to change sometimes. A lot of those business guys who say that they're you know I don't want anything to do with football. The longer they're around it. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they they want to get their hands dirty, you know. That's because everybody, like, everybody's oh, a fantasy player. That's why exactly. deep down inside, exactly. you think I mean, 
Um, I, I don't. I I want to hope that Don doesn't go that way. That he stays business guy. You know, he's the guy. He that, you know, he's in charge of all the um, non-football things the Eagles do, the bookmobile and stuff like that, and uh, yeah. helping you know things in the community. All that. He's, in, he's involved. You're heavily involved in the autism charities. Exactly. Yeah. Which is Jeffrey's. That's Jeffrey's. You know, that's Jeffrey's number one goal because of his brother. Um, but I mean, yeah, Don does all that business kind of stuff. I'm sure. I mean, there's a lot, you know, fans know about the Eagles. They know Carson Wentz throws, throws the ball to Zach Ertz and gains 12 yards and you're happy. And, you know, the defense, Brandon Graham gets a sack. There's a million other things that go, that go on with a football team besides what you see every Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. I mean, oh, there's, for sure. that's the kind of stuff that Don has to handle. You know, sure. everything from, like, all the people that work for the team, they're under Don. Like the, the accountants and the, um, the marketing people and the, the girls that – Take the tickets at the, when you when you buy them when you call to buy a ticket or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. All that falls under Don. So he's been, listen, he has a lot to do. Teams have valued it over a billion for a reason. There's a lot of components exactly. to go into this. We got a couple minutes left. Let's let's sure. talk about another subject we've talked about in recent weeks. Malcolm Jenkins holding out. Apparently he has a conversation with Jeffrey Lurie. And he did attend the mandatory off-season training program. What are, you, what are you hearing about that? I think what we said, I, I, and I don't know this for a fact, but it's an educated guess that Lori called him and said, listen, we'll take care of some things. We want you here. And I think they're going to they're gonna vote. They'll, they'll give him some kind of – they'll put some clauses in, in his contract this year that if he has a Pro Bowl-type season and, and the Eagles have a playoff-slash-Super you know Super Bowl-type season – Malcolm will be compensated for it and, and make what the other top safeties in the league are making. If Malcolm doesn't have a good year, you know, if he's, if he, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, he gets hurt or he just doesn't play well, then he won't get those incentives, but he's not worth it. Right. If he has a bad year, there's no reason to give him a raise. Correct. And, and keep in mind that the Eagles and other teams as well have a track record of letting players go at the back end of their contract when they're not performing to that contract. And I don't blame the players for getting what they can when they can. But as far as, uh, you know, Malcolm Jenkins is concerned, he is uh, really the, the heart and soul of the team. I think it would be a mistake not to appease him in some way to keep him happy, sure. and, you know, because he, he's really the glue for that defense. Hey, Mark, what, is, go ahead. With that said, he does have two years left on his contract. So, right. I mean, I'm always on the player's side, but this time, listen, Malcolm, you got if this is your last year or you're free, yes, absolutely. But, you know, you signed the deal a couple years ago. You should have realized it then and not signed such, such a long deal. Hey, Mark, great being with you. Another uh, nice addition of the Bird Brains. We'll be back we'll next week. Yep, take care, everybody. All right. so long. See you later, Ken.